All right, hey, welcome to the Ohioan, Chris Pugh, and uh, it's fun to have old guests come back. And we got Megan Henry, education reporter from the Columbus Dispatch. Megan, how are you today? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you doing? Good. Um, we are recording this on Monday, November 1st, and we got Election Day coming up. And, you know, it, it's funny, when you think about Election Days, you think about the huge elections across our country. Um, you probably aren't thinking Worthington School Board at your top choice, but it's become quite a crazy story. Megan wrote about it in the past few days for the Columbus Dispatch. Why has Worthington School Board become this big hot button? Let's spend tons of money for you know for a certain candidates issue. Yes, Chris, that's a great question, and thanks again for having me on the show. Oh, no uh, problem. Yeah, so. School board elections across Ohio uh, are hotly contested this year. There's been um, a huge spike in candidates. And I think that's a lot attributed to COVID um, and critical race theory and masking and all these different things. But Worthington in particular has drawn a lot of attention, um, primarily be uh, what, draw my, what drew my attention initially was these two billboards that got posted on High Street in Worthington, just as you're leaving Clintonville and entering Worthington. Uh, that called one of the incumbents who was running for re-election uh, a fraud and uh, or a failure, that is, and just called on people to not vote her for re-election. So that was what first kind of got us on my radar. And then um, kept hearing about this group called One Worthington, which turns out to be this nonprofit. And uh, it's unclear uh, where their money is coming from. And since they're not a PAC and they're a nonprofit, um, they don't have to register or they don't have to have their campaign finance, you know, they have to report their donor or anything like that. And so it's kind of unclear where where their money is coming from or how much, you know, they've spent. They are not the ones behind the billboard. We'll get to that. We'll revisit the billboards here in a minute. But the One Mornington group has distributed mailers and yard signs. And One Mornington is calling uh, for people to not vote for the same incumbent, Nikki Hudson. Uh, they're calling for people not to vote for her, but instead vote for these other three candidates, Jennifer Best, Kelly Davis, and Brian Steele. Um, and so these candidates have, they're not running as a slate and they have varied opinions and thoughts on this one Worthington group uh, endorsing them. Basically uh, one of the Brian Steele, basically he told me over the phone that, you know, if someone wants to support me, that's cool. If not, that's also fine. Um, Jennifer Best basically said that she's just trying to focus on the election and not get caught up in uh, this group or these groups that have popped up. Um, and then Kelly Davis, on the other hand, she did not talk to me directly, but on Facebook, her Facebook um, campaign page, she posted a long status earlier uh, in the election season, basically saying how she didn't appreciate how this group is supporting her and kind of lumping her together with other candidates and making it look as if they're running all together as one slate, which is not the case. Um, so that's this one Worthington group that has kind of caused this um, worry of confusion. Uh, it seems basically they started earlier this year. Well, I guess they started, um, they started really last summer, um, after Nikki Hudson basically initiated a vote to, um, initiated a vote to withdraw the school resource officers from the high schools. And this group, these group of parents didn't like it. And so that's how the one Warrington group formed and they've just gotten more and more attention um, this year as the election has um, gone sooner. And so this, the billboards, on the other hand, they are separate from One Warrington. They're paid for by this group called Save Warrington Schools. 
and I was emailing back and forth with them and they want to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation. So I don't know. I don't know who they are. They won't tell me. Um, but they basically are saying that they're separate from one Wilmington, that they just don't support this candidate Nikki Hudson uh, being reelected. And so they put up the billboards uh, and they told me they wanted to go above people's heads, which they did literally by having these billboards uh, on high street very prominently that people can people can see. So that's kind of generated um, a lot of discussion about the school board election. That's why Worthington has caused so much uh, attention here locally, and also nationally. CNN did a story a couple weeks ago about the Worthington school board election and just how hotly contested it's become. Um, so that's why Worthington has been so interesting this year. So like with critical race theory and mass mandates, obviously it's caused every school board election to be interesting. It just sounds like they're spending more money. They got more resources to spend at Wilmington. That's why this has kind of gotten a little bigger. Yeah, basically. Yeah. There's been some definitely um, some big money donations. It seems in not just Worthington, but really across the board. I wish I had more time to look into do a deeper yeah. dive into a bunch of different races, but I've, I've seen in some campaign finance reports just across central Ohio that there have been some big money donations to um, different campaigns, uh, which is I have, which is unusual uh, to other years that I've uh, seen. Well, you were saying something. I think it was like Mike Gibbons, one of the uh, state candidates, seventy-three. What contributions he made, and uh, Jane Timken was, uh, who's one of the U.S. Senate candidates, is uh, contributing for a lot of things. I've never heard of that before, where you see a lot of state and national candidates, you know, contribute big money. I mean, it's not just, hey, I got a buddy that's running for school board. It sounds like it's happening a lot more than it's ever had with some of these other candidates. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, these school board races, they're, they're nonpartisan races, but they've been drawing a lot of. Uh, support on both the Republican and the Democratic side, and you're exactly right. Some Republicans and Democrats also are coming out and endorsing uh, candidates like they typically do, and also these school board candidates, uh, and even donating money to various candidates across the state. So that's definitely interesting. I'm kind of newer. I must say I'm kind of newer to covering school board races, so I'm not entirely sure what previous years have looked like, but that definitely stood out to uh, myself and our um, fellow reporter Daryl Rowland, who covers politics and knows this area of politics a little more than I do, and it, it stuck out to him. So it seems like it's pretty uh, unheard of compared to other years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you see? Um, you know, we're going to release this election day. What do you see? Is I mean, something's going to win, something's going to lose. <laughs> what do you see as the next step for what's happening? Obviously, you know, whoever wins or loses is going to be happy, but. What do you think is the next step for whoever loses this Worthington race? Well, that's a good question, Chris. Yeah, so there are these four candidates vying for really just um, – I'll make sure my number's right if it's two or three. Let's see. Bear with me. Yeah, but to me, I, I think especially locally and statewide, obviously, you know, people are happy or sad when they want to lose. But, man, this is going to be – I'll be really interested to see what happens next day on this race, you know, figure out who after they count the out. Yes, definitely. So it's four candidates who are vying for three spots. So wow, okay. uh, it'll just be one person uh, who won't get it. And of the four, two of them are incumbents. So Nikki Hudson um, and then also Jennifer Best, who are, who's the current school board member president. So yeah, for that one person who doesn't get uh, elected, um, I'm not entirely sure. It's, 
uh, it'll be interesting to see if it's, yeah, if it's like when the newcomers, if they will run again um, next time, next election, or even if it's one of the incumbents who gets voted off, if they want to run again or if they want to take a step back from school board politics. So that's a great question. Uh, I don't think any of these issues, though, will be going away anytime soon. Yeah, once once the election's over, though. Do you think anything's going to come out of it? Because, like, you detailed well all the, like, finger point, like, all of this is legal or this is legal. Uh, do you see, I know you guys are reach out to state for comment and they comment some of the situations. Uh, sound, is there going to be anything illegal that comes out of it or is the investigation just pretty much come and gone? Uh, I'm curious to see, because uh, with one Worthington, someone filed a complaint against them through the Ohio Elections Commission. And so they have a hearing coming up here uh, shortly, I'm not quite sure when the, when it's going to be, but I'm curious to see how that unfolds, and, and we'll probably be covering that. Uh, it doesn't quite seem like anything illegal um, necessarily is happening. Um, I, like I said, I am curious to see what happens with this Ohio Elections Commission report. Um, but it, it just kind of shows how, with dark money, how there's just so much uncertainty and um, people can hide behind being, being anonymous. Um, what can that would they have a re-election? Like if they have a hearing like that and they say, hey, one side's wrong, like do they re-elect or is it just a penalty? What's the, what would be the outcome if it went against whoever lost? That's a, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not, I'll to be honest, I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see since um, it, it doesn't seem like the one Warrington group necessarily, um, you know, they're supporting these three candidates, but they're not necessarily tied to one candidate or the other. Um, they they claim to be separate from the candidates, and they're set. They are they're separate from the candidates, and they're not corresponding or coordinating with them or anything like that. So um, I'm not sure if it would really be cause for a, a re-election. It just might have some ramifications on this one Williamson group, depending on the uh, Ohio Elections Commission. I found it interesting, um, and like you said, generally speaking, and there may have been. Uh, school board election maybe 50 years ago where politics played a big role into it. But obviously national politics usually doesn't play a role. But as you said, critical race theory and mass mandates are the big uh, thing that people fight about. Um, I like, I think it was like Brian Steele, a police mm-hmm. officer that you talked to that suddenly became, oh, does he support former President Trump or does he not? And he was kind of like, whoa, what does this have to do with it? But like you said, with the critical race theory and mass mandates, it seems like natural politics is invading every local level of our lives, you know? So obviously he's got the right not to talk about, but it was interesting to see how that became such a big issue in that race too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know. Yeah. I was kind of surprised when that, when that came up, but it's just interesting how exactly national politics kind of are affecting every single aspect of even local races here in central Ohio. Definitely. So, the election, I'm assuming, are you working election night? I am, yes. Yep, so I'll be covering that uh, Tuesday night. So I'll be covering this race as the results trickle in. Uh, yeah, it should be fascinating to see how that happens. Um, I know from 20 years of covering elections, you know, some, some elections aren't as exciting or interesting, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of drama on how that ends up faring. I, I can imagine that. Yes, definitely. So stay tuned for... For those results. Any other, like, I know we're talking about Worthington because that became such a big deal. Any other school elections that I, I obviously may not have the gravitas that the Worthington school board race, is there something else you're looking at that looks to be interesting? Yeah, we'll definitely be following the Columbus 
uh, school board election. Um, and those candidates, they have a couple incumbents running for uh, some spots and then some newcomers as well. And so we'll be following that one very closely since it's the largest school district in the state. And then, um, like I said, I wish I had more time to look into more of the school board. <coughs> but I, I, I've heard from readers that Dublin and um, Burlington and potentially maybe Hilliard or some other uh, school districts that I heard that they were getting pretty contentious. Um, but again, I, just, I wish I had more time to, to look into them. Like I did Worthington, but um, we'll have to see how those shake out as well. Well, I would guess most school board. I mean, obviously, as you said, Worthington became a big deal because more money was getting thrown around in that particular race. But I'm sure most school board elections have some type of a discussion on how you feel about critical race theory or how do you feel about mass mandates, too. So, well, very good. Well, thanks, Megan. Let's give a promo. Um We've talked about this before. Megan K. Henry, right, on Twitter, had some good follow you. Yes. And uh, definitely subscribe to Columbus Dispatch. Um, you know, they cover Central Ohio, not just Worthington, but all over Central Ohio. Um, Franklin County, all the counties surrounding it. Um, lots of good subscription deals. You go to dispatch.com. Uh, you can often get um, three months for a dollar or six months for a dollar, which is a ridiculously great deal with all the coverage that comes out every day. Of news, sports, and entertainment, and everything in between. So check out dispatch.com. All right. Well, Megan, thanks for your time. Have a great day. And everybody, thanks for checking out the Ohio. Yes, Chris, thanks for having me.